What's up? What's up? What's up? How's it going? Good. Yeah. Hey, Opa! What's up? What's up? Here we are. Oh, me and me and Mister Not Fortune were having a little talk about um yeah the, uh, issues yeah. across the world. Yeah. The the trend. You know, the trend. No, not just that. In like China, uh, I think Israel. Israel's fucking up too, man. Fucking Israel and Palestine. Uh, yeah. Guys, need to get your shit together. What's going on? I don't know what's you know? going on over there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so basically, Hamas went on attack after uh, or during Eid, which is the end of uh, Ramadan, the Muslim uh, month-long holiday for like fasting, reflection, uh, introspection. You know, just the whole mental yeah. build-up and discipline uh, of the religion, which it, it truly is. It's a it's an Abrahamic religion and. It, it requires a lot of discipline to adhere to the tenets of uh, Islam. But basically Hamas just started sending rocket attacks. And if you're aware, like uh, Israel has an iron dome system, which is like um, anti-aircraft missiles that intercept these rockets. And they've just been going off. And now they're doing like a full campaign where they're going into Gaza and they're basically killing a lot of people. The sad thing is, man, a lot of kids are dying. Yeah, That's, that's the fucked up part, man. I, I, I don't want to see... Uh, you know, innocent kids die. That's yeah, yeah. it's fucked right. up, man. Um, if it's if it's if it's two if it's two guys, you know, a guy and b guy have a clash, and the grown ass man go ahead, go kill yourselves. I don't give a shit. But kids, man, no, nah, that's that's fucked up. But you looking good, Mister Rob Fortune. God damn, god damn. Thank Sorry, you. I'm listening. I had to. I had to. I just had to blow my nose real quick. What's up? All right. So, what'd you guys do this week? Uh, normal shit. I don't remember what I did, but it, you know, everything's good. You don't remember what you did? What the hell? Yeah, I don't Not know. Permanent brain damage from a lifetime of drinking too much. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I I went to work. I uh, I read some books. Everything's good. Good. Yeah, I I I remember when I first met Mr. Rob Fortune, and it was at a party at the fucking the 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 fucking house there bed bed bed, oh. bed bug infested house <laughs> nerd house oh, yeah. i didn't and, know there's bed bugs there shit no there's no bed there bugs was, there shut the fuck up Jomo. there wasn't but it felt like it you know what i'm oh, saying okay sure yeah there's no so, bed bugs there so you were drinking a big bottle thing yeah. oh yeah Moscato. Just, oh Moscato. yeah you're drinking yeah. Some, some wine and you're just like oh and you were like laughing at me i was like what's up man and i slipped you a dollar you're like Give give Russ money. I got twenty-seven dollars with that ad campaign. Yeah, fucking amazing. It was was twenty-seven. You didn't have bud. What about you, uh, Mister Jack Falcon? So I had band practice yesterday, and it went really well. Um, We're working on some new music, which I'm excited about. Good. Um, And uh, yeah, so uh, new song is good. It's funny because like um tanner who's the singer we were we were like working on this music and like he just the song starts and he just like screams like not even like a word just like a noise and i was like it was like hilarious because it's it fit but it's like so stupid so anyway it was good it it, uh, the practice went well um 
the other band I used to play in over there, uh, they haven't been practicing, but we have like five songs recorded that was supposed to be put out like a year ago and they never finished mixing it or whatever, even though it should have taken like two days to mix. It's been like eight months now. It was supposed to be out on Halloween. It was supposed to be our Halloween recording. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still not out. Um, and then, uh, so Becca has been working on, um, getting the platinum in all of the Borderlands games. So like the platinum trophy is like, if you get all the trophies, the last trophy that pops on PlayStation is called the platinum trophy. And so she got all of the platinum trophies for Borderlands one, uh, uh, two in the pre-sequel. And then she played, replayed them all again on the PS4 and platinumed all of them again. So like beating, um, Borderlands two takes like 40 hours, right? Platinuming the game is like 180. It's a fucking slog. So, uh, she was going through those and now she's playing Borderlands three, which she hates. Yo, so, uh, you know, Andy, Andy's obsessed with that game. And I think Russ knows Andy too from Westfield. Maybe. Um, um, so any, any, anyway, so I, my obsession, remember not Skyrim, but oblivion. Yeah. That was broke. I had all but one achievement done. Yeah. Do you remember all what it was? One, the thieves guild, the thieves guild. And it's because I fucking jumped down the wrong crevice and then I lost my boots. And the boots were part of the fucking Oh, yeah, uh, okay. You have to, like, infiltrate or whatever, yeah. Bro, I've never... I was eating a burrito from Chipotle, and I remember that happened, and I fucking... My heart fucking dropped, bro. It I was like... And I thought... I'm getting emotional thinking about it right now. Like, I started tearing up, like, in my eyes, bro. Like, I'm just like, no. No, I worked so fucking hard. I'm going to have to start over this fucking kid. I, I threw, and the thing is, I saved after I lost the boots. Yeah, right. Mistake. They're gone forever. I threw that controller, and I never played Xbox ever again. Yeah. After that game, PC only now. So, so fuck you, Xbox. All right. All right. We talking about cake or what? Are we talking? Yeah. Well, let's do some fucking introductions oh, first okay. off. Well, I don't know right. when you ever start things, so. Like I was late. Oh so. my god! Well, guess what? I, I want to introduce the greatest man of all time. He was raised in Tibet by monks. Mr. Rob, motherfucking fortune. Rob, what's up? Great, good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks. God, you look good, man. You're doing great things. He Thanks. does look Thanks. good. He does look good. He's he fucking. He looks. She's looking a little suave, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looking good, bro. Yeah. All right. Did you do cocaine earlier? No, you, I didn't. You want, you, let's hit three rails right now. Three Just rails. random nosebleed for no reason. <laughs> All right, so I got to introduce this piece of shit, all right? He doesn't know what the word consent means. However, he does know how to spell it. Mr. Jack motherfucking Falcon. Dude. What didn't work. was that? Gorgeous. What do you mean? It was I didn't hear shit. I didn't hear shit. Did, did you literally hear? silent. Literally silent. Mr. Fortune. Can nothing, you hear right? me now? I can yeah, hear you now, you're gonna, but that... you're going to have to crack open the second one. Oh, that's weird. Crack <laughs> well, it's all the way on the other side of the room. I'll get one later. Oh, you're... How did that happen? When you listen to this, just know that he... It sounded so usually, good, too. He's usually better at opening up a can. Right? It sounded he's really good. A... How was it silent? It's silent but deadly. Right? Yeah, I don't know. So what? what is it? Oh, this is a Voodoo Ranger. I don't remember if I had this before. Oh, but it's it's high quality. Yeah, it is. So, it is high quality. So, it, but it sounded so good. 
it, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, to me, it sounded good. I heard. Che- cheers, cheers, to the gentlemen. Cheers, cheers. All right. So today, uh, I, what's up? What do you want to say? I just want to. I want to start off with a hypothetical, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's start. Let's start off with a hypothetical. It's kind of, kind yeah. Of All right. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Okay. So, yeah. Whoopi Goldberg, Rosie O'Donnell. Roseanne, you got to fuck, Mary kill. Go, Jack Falcon. Wait, who are the three? Sorry. Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. Rosie O'Donnell, Roseanne. Uh, Rosie Mary O'Donnell's kill. dead. Uh, she's not dead. No, like she's killed. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's <laughs> out. Um, I'm probably, uh, I'm probably, who was the first one again? Whoopi, Whoopi. Goldberg? Yeah, I'm probably yeah. going to marry Whoopi Goldberg and I'm going to fuck uh, Roseanne. They're all awful things. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want any of them, but... Yeah, I don't know. Whoopi uh, Goldberg says some whack shit, but she was in uh, Sister Act, so she's cool. What? She was in Jumping Jack Flash. You never saw that movie? No. Holy shit! All right. Well, you're boring anyway. She so. was in. She was in the Next Generation. Right? <laughs> Star Trek. I, I, don't, do you... I don't know. I don't want. Oh yeah, she, she was in Next Generation. You fucking nerd. Yeah. I don't Holy even watch shit. Star Trek. All right. Anyway. All right. So, Rob, Rob Fortune, fuck Mary, kill Whoopi, Rosie O'Donnell, Roseanne, <laughs> go. Um, Kill, kill, kill. kill <laughs> or just kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. He commits seppuku like Japanese. Oh, oh, they're the real, they're, oh. Yeah, that situation sucks in general. <laughs> Fucking, you got high standards. All right. So I would kill Rosie O'Donnell because she's an annoying cunt. Yeah, that's, and, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Rosie got to go. And she's ugly. I would fuck Whoopi <laughs> only because Whoopi looks like she knows how to ride a dick. All right. That's yeah. the old. She she she's not like I'm not sexually attracted to her, but I know she knows how to back that thing up. All right, so <laughs> okay. whoopee all day. And I married Roseanne, but I will only marry Roseanne when she's taking Ambien and she's uh fucking just coked out of her mind. That's the only way I'm going to take my Roseanne. All right, okay. I'm not going to take her sober at all. I don't want that shit. I want I want fucked up Roseanne. Yeah, okay? you like fat <laughs> fat era or this era where she's like skinny now. Uh, this era, but with Ambien and coke. That's the only way we're gonna so mix the make two. This happen. Mixing yeah, because usually when chicks are coked out of their mind, they're doing Nancy things. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Let's right. talk about cake. A couple things I want to say about cake before we start. Uh, so, uh, you both of you probably didn't know this because I didn't know this. Uh, the band cake. The band cake is named after the verb, not the noun. Rather than referring to dessert, the band says the name refers to the point when something insidiously becomes a part of your life. We mean it as more something that cakes onto your shoe and is just sort of there until you get rid of it. Huh. Uh, Cake was formed in 1991 and released their first album, Motorcade of Generosity, in 1994, which contained the single "Rock and Roll Lifestyle." We did not listen to that album for this show. Uh, Cake is reportedly the first major band to record an album in a 100% solar-powered studio in America, which we will talk about a little later. Uh, and then, I so I saw Cake in 2017. I, f- I put the the link in our uh, in our chat there. That's the that's the show that I went to. And during their shows, at some point, they call up one of the people from the audience and they give them a tree that they have to plant they have to like swear they're going to plant it and take care of it and then they take a picture with it and they constantly update it and then cake has a section of their website where you can go and it will show you all the people who have gotten trees from them and you can see like what they looked like when they planted them what the what the trees look like now and like people i guess like keep together over there or whatever um and then as of january 1st 2021 they have not released an album in a decade so it has been 10 years since the last album showroom of compassion was released fucking lazy 
but they're working on uh, an album apparently titled Age of Aquarius, which hopefully comes out soon. So, um, the first album I mentioned, Motorcade of Generosity, I'm just going to dump the artwork in the thing so you can see what it looked like. Dump them out. <laughs> and then I'm going to put their uh, discography in there real quick. Oh, here's the definition. This is this is the definition of cake also. There's the noun versus the verb. I like cake. I just wish they uh, it was named after the noun, not the verb. That, that, that ruins it for you? That, that ruined everything for me, and I'll tell you why later. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah. there, there's the discography. And um, so the first album that we're going to take a look at is their second album, which is called Fashion Nugget. Uh, Fashion Nugget is a 14-track record released in 1996. It's the band's second studio album. On December 9th, 1996, the album was certified gold for shipment of half a million copies, and the next year, the album was certified platinum for shipment of one million copies. Single from this album, I will singles from this album, I will survive. The distance, Frank Sinatra, perhaps, 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 and friend is a four-letter word. Jomo, what do you think of this album? I think um, I have a lot to say about this band. I did like friend is a four letter word because I feel like uh, friend should go with fuck. Um, you know, you got a fuck buddy. You got someone that you want to put your dick inside of and just climax. And hopefully it's not considered rape later on. You know, you can't take that back. I was going to make the uh, joke of when I heard the song, it reminded me of you. <laughs> friend. Uh, so I was, I loved, uh, I say fashion nugget and the, Third album you gave us was probably yeah the, com comfort eagle, com yeah comfort eagle was probably my favorite. Um, Friend is a four letter word was a great song. Um, I just feel like I, I know I'm going to piss a lot of people off. Any cake listeners in here, you can fucking hate me later. It sounds like a cheap motel advertisement. That's what this album sounds like. So if let's say La Quinta in or you know, Hampton Inn or Howard Johnson's were having, you know, they need some advertising, they would probably pick a cake song. I just, I can't, I can't get around it. I need heaviness. I need hatred. I need blood in the pit. It was so hard listening to these fucking albums, dude. And I didn't just listen to them in like one fucking morning. I listened to them as I'm driving through work and I'm trying to dissect it on my way, you know, to the, to the driving range and then back home. I'm like, what, did what you did this? you listen to these albums with a stereo system that had like a good subwoofer or yes yes so so my my tdi man has a pretty good system man i got the uh, se version of that year so and i listen, i use my wife's car as well and she has a she has bose subwoofers and all that she has a higher end of her car and it was good like they they are talented i i think what bothers me the most is the lead singer it's like he's not trying with his vocals. Okay. And it, I'm, I feel like he's trolling me throughout every album. Like, maybe I'm fucking schizo, and I'm just like, you know what? Can I get some emotion in this? Yeah, well, that's his style. Like, like, that's what he's known for. Yeah, he's not. He's fucking me in the ear like a rapist, all right? I want to be fucked <laughs> like a dog, okay? God damn. <laughs> Well, yeah, so it's it's his style, and I think it's unique, and I wouldn't call it lazy. I, I think it's funny. Like, uh, a lot of times when I'm listening to Cake, I'm laughing at the stuff he's saying. It's almost like it's deadpan comedy humor a lot of the times. Um, but I, I, I like him a lot, and I like his style, and it's different. I was surprised to see how poorly a lot of these albums reviewed by critics. A lot of them gave some of these albums one star. Like, how the fuck do you give Fashion Nugget one star? Like, even if you didn't like it, 
one star is just a a complete clusterfuck of an album. So like to see something like that getting one star, I don't know how that happens. Um. Okay. So um. I I I think the singer is the weakest part of this band. Um. But okay. But I like uh Weezer. Uh, the Rivers Cuomo of Weezer isn't like a great singer. Uh, but he gets a passing grade. A because he hits pitches. B because uh he came after Kurt Cobain and like after like Kurt Cobain opened up the like you can be a bad singer or like have a bad like an like an ugly voice Mm -hmm. and still be like a successful rock musician um I think the first two albums are kind of or the two albums we covered uh the vocals are worse and I think uh Comfort Eagle the, the vocals on Comfort Eagle don't bother me at all he's not like a pretty singer but like I I think uh, Comfort Eagle is is uh, his, the vocals are the are the are the best of those three. As for like uh, you know, there's not enough bass. Yeah, the, uh, you know my my comfort zone is like the the P bass. The uh, you know Mark Hoppus of Blink One Eighty Two plays a P bass. It has kind of like a ballsy tone. It's like kind of like the preferred bass for punk and metal, and that's my comfort zone. That's what I go for. Uh, I'm gonna say this is probably like a jazz bass. It's more of like a softer. Like it doesn't punch you in the face as much. So it's true that there's, but I, I do, I do, my, my, the bass player is my favorite member of the band. I, I think it helps that um, the, the guitar players kind of play up high. And so this, uh, I, I can hear the bass distinctly and it's, I don't know, it's not a metal band. So it, it works for me, although it's, um, I, th- I think one reason I love this band so much is this is, this is one of my summertime jams, you know, like uh, October through March, I'm listening to black metal, death metal, you know, strictly pretty much. And then summer, I tend to uh, drive around in my car, windows down, blast cake, Blink-182. Uh... <laughs> it's okay that I'm different than you. You don't have to agree. You don't have to be the same. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, cake is one of my summertime bands. I fucking, I love cake. And as for like this album, I really love uh, The Distance, uh, bass player, fucking knocks it out of the park i dislike i will survive i dislike the guitars and i will survive i just i just yeah it's a cover it's a cover of one of the songs that has like a beautiful ass singer and then a bad sounding singer covers it so it's just like it doesn't i don't like that fucking song it has 50 50, it has almost 58 million views on on spotify so it's a fucking hit and i don't get it i don't i don't fucking like it but yeah, there is humor in this band. Like I like how the humor changes album to album. Um, sad songs and waltzes is like uh, J- Jack. Do you want to explain sad songs and waltzes? Yeah. So this album actually has three covers on it. One of them is sad songs and waltzes, which was originally written by Willie Nelson. Um, oh. And so it starts off, and he says, "I'm writing a song all about you, a, a true song as real as my tears. But you no need to fear it because no one will hear it. Sad songs and waltzes aren't selling this year." Um, and yeah, I've always thought it's funny because he's, he's saying that sad songs and waltzes aren't selling. No one's going to buy them, but the song he's singing is a sad song. That's a waltz. And, yes. and, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that was a cover either. The thing about cake is I think that they're a unique band in the fact that they could cover a song and you would never know unless you knew the song, like I will survive. You would never know that it was a, uh, a, a song before there's another one on here that when I tell you which one it was, you're going to have no clue because it's from like the forties. Um, but yeah, Willie Nelson uh, did this originally, and I, I love Willie Nelson, and I want to talk about him on the show because I, I Jomo probably doesn't like Willie Nelson, uh, but he's awesome. And um, 
This song is great, and it's one of my favorites. Is there anything else you want to say about sad songs? I, I think that's an example of a song that's funny. Um, so the album we're going to talk to next, I think, goes full random. But, you know, so the, the first album, I think, has some humor. Um, uh, Fashion Nugget has some humor, but it's not super personally revealing. It's it's And it's not super over the top. There's just, like, you know, a little bit of humor. And, yes. uh, you know, a good place to start. I think humor belongs in music. Definitely. And uh, I I think that's it for me. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I was saying, it's more, it feels kind of like deadpan humor. Like it's, he can keep a complete straight face while saying it. But a lot of the times I find myself laughing at a lot of the stuff that he says. Um, I love the singer of this band specifically because I love his style and how it's different from pretty much everybody else on planet earth. Uh, when you hear a cake song, you know it's cake. Um, and I, I appreciate that when someone like has their own style and hones it and, you know, whether he misses notes or whatever, um, I, I think he's awesome. Um, the guitar is the thing that almost angers me about this band because I hate the guitar tone in a lot of these songs. Um, I know he uses like a cheap ass guitar from the sixties or something. Uh, and there's times where I just, I hate in the beginning of, uh, well, it's, it's on a different album, but in some of the songs I don't like it, but the bass is always on point. I've talked about how I listen to all these records that we, uh, talk about on my computer or on my phone, either one, uh, with headphones on and then in the car. And when I was driving around listening to the cake, the bass was blowing me away. I loved it. it it's so good. Uh, it's in your face. The recording is fantastic. Uh, fashion. I believe it's fashion. Nuggets. either this or prolonging the magic. It starts off with a note and there's a bunch of guitar lines that almost feel like they should be bass lines, but the bass is doing something else. I, I it might be fashion nugget that starts off with it. Um, or it might be prolonging the magic, but it starts off with a line. And I was like, damn, the bass is weak on this album. And it was because it was the guitar. And then like the bass comes in. And I was like, Oh yeah, there it is. But I think the bass is actually strongest on their last album. It's actually like pumps really, really uh, clearly and awesome on the last album. Um, so a couple of things, I wanted to read some lyrics. Uh, Jomo mentioned um, friend is a four letter word, which is one of my favorite songs on this album. Uh, four letter word is of course referring to something that's like an offensive word. Uh, so to me coming from you, friend is a four letter word End is the only part of the word that I heard call me morbid or absurd. But to me coming from you, friend is a four letter word. So obviously like they're not friends. Uh, someone's calling him a friend, but he isn't. Uh, also I think, uh, as far as cake goes, as far as the comedy, like I said, it was like deadpan, but I feel like cake is like observational humor, um, or just an observational writer where he's just kind of sitting in a situation or somewhere and writing about what he sees. Um, it's apparent on, um, the song specifically on the next album guitar jumbo. What is wrong with you? Are you, <laughs> uh, but there's a song on this album called stick shifts and safety belts, which, um, so I rebuilt the 69 Chevelle a long time ago. Um, and mm -hmm. it has a double bench, which means instead of having bucket seats in the front, it has a bench just like in the back. So you would have three people that can sit there instead of only like one person per like bucket seat. You can fit three or four or five on the bench. What's up? Did you did you do that for like a six way that you were trying to have in your yeah. car? Yeah. Well, like, the, the or, two, or two tag teams? Like we're the tag team champions in this. Like, oh, give me the belt. <laughs> the problem with the, the Chevelle is that the uh, seats, when they go forward, go forward on an angle and not just straight forward. So it's hard to get people from the front to the back of the car. So it's not optimal for like a six person orgy, in case you were wondering. Listen, you you limit yourself. That's true. You limit yourself. It's a, it's a mental limit. It's a mental block. To Your will to live is an obstacle. Yes. The, listen, but the will to fuck. Yeah. And to be great at fucking. 
That is that is up here, my friend. It's all that mental. It's all mental. That's all mental. So anyway, anyway, that car was called a Malibu. <clears throat> it's a Chevelle, but it was called a Malibu, and that's the car he's actually talking about in stick shifts and safety belts. And he's saying that instead of having two bucket seats, he has these two benches, which is like the car that I have. So he says, but when we're driving to my Malibu, it's easy to get right next to you. I'd say, baby, scoot over, please. And then she's right there next to me. I need you here with me, not way over in a bucket seat. Um, it's just two people driving around, and instead of his uh, significant other or whatever being on the other side of the car, she's able to kind of scoot over and be right next to him in the middle. And then she's riding that stick shift. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, a song, Italian leather sofa. Uh, she doesn't care whether or not he's an island. She doesn't care just as long as his ship's coming in. If they laugh, they make money. He's got a gold watch. She's got a silk dress and healthy breasts that bounce on his Italian leather sofa. And that's a very exact thing to be talking about. Um, and I, I think that they nail it. Um, I, I've kind of, I, one problem is I think I've become a fanboy of cake. Uh, so Becca's cake is in Becca's top three, uh, bands of all time. And, um, she loves them. And I, I agree that they've, they've, especially going back, I haven't listened to cake in a while and I've never listened to showroom of compassion. Um, but going back to them, I, I, you know, remember just as much how much I love these guys. Um, I think uh, putting The Distance as the second track on this album was a mistake. It should have been the opening track. The song starts with just the singer. He says, reluctantly crouched at the starting line. And it's like a very famous line in music. Um, Like everybody knows it. If you were to say it, everyone knows what's coming. And I think that would have opened up the album a lot better than Frank Sinatra did. They could have just swapped the songs. Um, So, uh, yeah, Gloria Gaynor's 1978 song, I Will Survive, uh, is the one that they covered. And weirdly enough, there were three different covered versions of that song released in 1996. Uh, One from Cake, one from uh, Shantae Savage, and one from Diana Ross, which Diana Ross is probably the most famous. Um, And then Gaynor actually said that the Cake version was her least favorite because she didn't like how Cake changed some of the words to make it more profane. He does say fuck in that song, which originally uh, they, they don't say it. We talked about sad songs and waltzes. And then the other uh, cover song on this album is the song Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps. It's from 1947, Bobby Capo. Uh, and it's originally titled Quizás, 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 which contains Spanish lyrics and has been covered dozens of times over the years. I believe the one I listened to was Bing Crosby. And so, yeah, I mean, they did. I would never have known that that song was a, was a cover until you kind of look up um, who the writers are. Say perhaps to drugs. Yeah, always say perhaps to drugs. Listen, yes, yes. You know, I, from from a good man, all right, that I know, yep. all right, and everyone knows here, no means yes, right, okay. and yes means anal. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes means anal. Thank you. Is she saying yes? Is that is, I shout out to uh, to AWC? He's a good guy. All right. Anyway, we're moving on. That's not it. <laughs> Mr. Rob Force is like. So there's the only fucking laugh. All right. So the only song I don't really care about on this song on this album is called She'll Come Back to Me. It's fine. It's a song. It's not like object objectionably bad. It's just really does nothing for me. Uh, favorite songs in here are Distance, Friend is a Four-Letter Word, I Will Survive, Stick Shifts and Safety Belts, Nuggets, Nuggets, Nugget, Italian Leather Sofa, and Sad Songs and Waltzes. So now we are going to move on to the next album. When I listen to Italian Leather Sofa, yeah. I think about Rocco Cifaretti, who's a porn star. Mm-hmm. And I know that he's probably getting chlamydia somewhere in, in fucking Central Europe from some Czech porn star. Okay. That's, that's what I think about. It's like big titties bouncing on it. And yeah, that, exactly. That's what it is. He's having sex yeah, with her on the on the on the sofa. 
Praise be to Rocco Cifaretti, man. Yeah. I can't do it. I feel like I need cloth for friction. I need a base. Stability. You need you need you need fundamentals. The the base, something I, you can I, rely I, on. I have to I have to have some sort of like friction, traction, if you will. Yeah, but like so, leather's probably easier to clean than like cloth. Oh, it sh- <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. So yeah, that's, I, that's probably. Why. Have, you, have you ever done anal on a fucking on a on a cloth couch? <laughs> I don't know. Don't risk it. Don't risk it. You're gonna have to hire some people, and you're gonna have no, to tip them. You're gonna have well. to hire. You gotta throw that couch out, bro. You're not gonna <laughs> hire someone. Like, those cushions gotta go. You have to set it on fire, <laughs> like like you murdered someone. Like, ooh, god damn! I can't believe that's real. That was a big ass shit stain. All right. Yeah, you got. You can't flip those cushions, bro. But could you? If it was, I mean, yes, like you could. Yes, I'm saying you wouldn't you normally. Could. You're not me. That, well, yeah, that's true. I'm not you. Prolonging the Magic is a 13-track uh, record released in 1998. It's the band's third studio album. On tw- uh, September 28, 1999, the album was certified platinum for shipments of 1 million copies. Singles, Never There, Let Me Go, You Turn the Screws, and Sheep Go to Heaven. Uh, Rob, do you want to start with this one? So, Hem of Your Garment might be my favorite cake song. Um, the bass rips and... Um, one reason um, when, when this b- band really shines for me, it's moments in which they make decisions which benefit the song and the band over the ego of someone. So I was just praising the bass player for this song, but there's parts of the, so- of the song where to create a, a contrast, he plays the first half of his riff and the second half of the riff is silence. So it's like he gives uh, the guitars room to breathe yep. and... You know, the knowing when to shut up can uh, bring so much power to it. Definitely, yeah. Um, this album, I think, is way more absurd and ridiculous than the first album. Like, Sheep Go to Heaven, Goats Go to Hell. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> we were talking about how this band is uh, has observational humor. That that this is That's a ridiculous song. When You Sleep, <laughs> Where Do Your Fingers Go? That's a ridiculous song. I think um, that's supposed to be more of like, what do you dream about? Like, what are your fingers doing in your dreams? molesting <laughs> well that's for you yeah but he like talks like are you a guitar player or whatever anyway continue i i mean maybe what i took that to be is uh think of a uh, butthole surfers or primus or uh you know some some of these bands went into ridiculous territory it was mm-hmm. kind of um the the there there was a random humor at the time uh was there's something that went out of style. It's like, try to say something that no one would possibly think of and you'll confuse them so much that maybe they'll laugh. It's, it was, it was a fad for a short period of time and it went out of style because I think, uh, you know, you can only surprise people so many times with that before you can't surprise them anymore and then they stop laughing. Mm -hmm. So uh, as far as the humor goes, uh, this is my least favorite humor wise. And uh, I don't know. This album's okay. This album's okay. Uh, it has my favorite song on it, but it's not my favorite album. Okay, that's what I want to say about it. Joe Mosley, so, what do you want to say? I was listening to the uh, second track, Mexico. I love that song. <clears throat> yep. And yeah. Great, great, great song. And then I remember I'm going to regale you with the story. So I was driving from uh, San Diego, California, all the way to Rosarito. Oh, San Diego is the fucking bomb. Yeah, it is paradise. You want some loose women and cocaine? <laughs> you go to goddamn San Diego, man. Go to the Gaslamp District, all right, my friend? Anyway, moving on. Uh, oof, that's a long story, and uh, many herpes horse later. Um, so you go to Rosarito. It's, it's south of Tijuana, right? 
So when I heard the song Mexico, it started bringing up this fucking weird feeling. Like, oh my God, dude. Like, remember that time where you drove your car, all your friends, everyone hooked up with a girl, and then you got too blackout drunk. You drank so much fucking alcohol that you pissed shit your pants and then threw up on your steering wheel. That was me. Nice. Bro, you shit your pants? Bro, I hate to admit this, but I have to. I feel like I have to tell the truth. Yo, you have to tell us if you're a cop. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I, I fucking, I remember this shit is we all went out, right? And this is after I hooked up with this girl, right? And she was beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Wait, so wait, the- what, how drunk were you when you saw what she looked like though? Oh no, 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 no. I had like two beers. I had two <laughs> Takates. You know the Takate beers? Yeah, with the twenty-four two- ounce ones? No, no, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like dude's like I drank a six pack of forties. <laughs> whatever your mom gave me last time, right? Oh. So I'm like this. I'm drinking, we meet up, and my friend, he's he's got I have no charisma, right? I have I'm basically, I want to get diagnosed with Asperger's so it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I have Asperger's. I'm not even fucking lying. Dude. Yeah, you do. So <laughs> I, I, we hook up with this girl and then like, they're like, oh, we're going to go to a different party. We go to this house. We're all partying. We're drinking. And I'm like, you know, when you're drunk and you're like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. I, I got to leave. I got to leave. So then, like, this dude, Mexican dude, uh, who was cool as shit, he's like, hey, man, don't leave anywhere, man. Please don't leave. Don't leave. And he was like, don't drive, man. You'll get arrested. I'm like, all right, all right. He grabbed my keys. He's like, you can stay here, man. I was like, give me a beer. He was like, I got you a beer. He took my keys, dude. Dude, if I meet this guy again, fucking, I'll, 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 I'll pay off his debts. He's a good guy. Wait, when did you shit your pants? Or do these, these stories not go together? So, so hold, hold the okay. fuck on, bitch. So I was... He took my keys. He brought me a beer. He's like, "Just don't leave here. Just stay in your car. Just go to sleep." And I had a like a sweatshirt, and I put that on, and I drank my beer, and I was just weirding out, man, because I, re- I, I I already had sex. I was drunk and blah blah blah, and I was so drunk to where the room was going, mm-hmm. like I was. It was skipping, and I was just like, "Bro, the CD is scratched. So let's get it out." And I fucking woke up. I don't remember shitting my pants. I don't remember pissing myself. And I don't remember getting in the front seat, putting the seat back, and then throwing up on the steering wheel. All I remember is I woke up in a stupor going, oh, God. What the fuck? And I was like, oh. And there was like this very thick, viscous ass cheese in between my butthole. And was, I'm like, was that car a rental? Bro, it was my <laughs> car. It was it had American fucking plates. That was my car. I had to You should have brought it to that. the junkyard, dude. But, but, hold on. It's total. I crossed the border. I crossed the border. <laughs> my buddy was driving his other car, right? And he was like, I said, hey man, you guys can't ride with me. You guys gotta ride with fucking. <laughs> my seats are all I gotta haul something back. <laughs> no, man, yeah, I sure did. Do you know what it is to cross the border at Tijuana? You're vomit everywhere. You, your, your, your pants are drenched in piss, and there's shit in between your butt cheeks. And that's a little bit of shit. It's not like a little like a little squirt, Hershey squirt, where you just go, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom now. Because my ass is no, it was full-on caked up shit Bro. in between my butt cheeks rubbing. So I crossed the border and the agent looked at me, he's like, Are you a US citizen? I was like, I, I am. He's like, 
what were you doing last night? I was like, I got drunk and I got fucked up and I'm sober now and I pissed myself and all this. I didn't tell my shit myself. You never tell him that. Hold on. I get out of the car because clearly I'm a suspect. They they comb through my shit. They bring out the dogs. They bring out the fucking the mirrors under the car. And I'm just like this. I'm hungover. And I'm hungover to the point where it feels like someone's taking a vice and splitting my head apart. And I'm just like this. <laughs> He's just like, are you right, sir? I said, I gave you, I gave him my two IDs. One was my military. One was my uh, driver's license. And yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not a drug dealer, whatever. 25 minutes later, he's like, you smell bad. As I get back in my car, I was like, yeah, I shit myself. He's like, bro, how hard did you drink? I said, I drank everything that I could and more. Bro, I did not know that story about you, uh, Jomo. And that's why this is Cake the Verb. (laughs) Yes. It should be Cake. And I love Cake. But I love the noun. Anyway, let's move on. So uh, when I was talking about like uh, writing things that you like observe, there's a song in here called Guitar, and I think it's the best example of it. I'm going to read the lyrics. Uh, it's just a guy sitting there. Uh, I, I mean, this story is probably made up, but I'm just saying it sounds like if if it wasn't, it's the guy's just writing about what he's seeing there. I'm sitting by the window at, of your 32nd floor apartment, waiting for your phone calls all to end. I'm sitting, watching the wind blow, watching time go, watching cars go by. I'm waiting for these memories to begin. If I threw, if I threw my guitar out the window so far down, would I start to regret it or would I smile and watch it slowly fall? I can clearly picture what he's talking about. And then also I think that he's, uh, the guitar is kind of a, something that's used to describe multiple things. It's not necessarily, he's, he's, if I threw my guitar out the window right now and never played guitar again, would I miss it? Or would I watch it fall and be happy to see that it's gone? Uh, not necessarily the guitar specifically. I think that's referring to specific, you know, things in your life that like, if I never did it again, would I miss it? Or, or would I say good riddance? I, I don't want it back in my life. I do like this album quite a bit. I don't know if I like it more than fashion nugget. I think the guitar song, I think that's like um, my relationship is going so bad and I, I'm having like not necessarily suicidal thoughts, but like, you know, if your relationship is going bad, yeah. you might be tempted to throw it all out the fucking window like in in, in your rage. Yeah, right. And, yes, definitely. You know. Um, so uh, this album was given a parental advisory sticker, not because of profanity, but for satanic themed lyrics. Um, so one of the things that was confusing me is Becca's copy of this album. The first song is called motor. So every time I see it on the internet, it's called Satan is my motor. Um, yeah. but I was like, why does her album say it? So I was looking to try to find one. Cause I, I left the CDs out in the car. I didn't want to go out there and I was looking to find one on eBay so I could double check. Cause I was like, I swear it is not called that on the album. And of course all the ones for sale have, it's called Satan is my motor. Uh, so some copies don't feature the parental advisory, but the difference is they rename Satan is my motor to motor. So that's the trade-off I guess of not having a parental advisory on this album. Um, uh, favorite song Satan is my motor Mexico never there uh, guitar hem of your garment uh, alpha beta parking lot cool blue reason I think this is a good album I don't think I like it as much as fashion nugget but it's good it's well done um, and yeah uh, Mexico is one of my all-time favorite cake songs uh, never there I also liked and um, a, a humorous moment for me is they, they, they mention a dial tone and then they add a keyboard part which kind of mimics a dial tone I thought that was creative and fun that was a moment that um, I think that this band can be 
uncomfortable in a good way. Uh, there, there were moments on this album, especially where uh, they take a bad vocal note and they make it, uh, they stretch it out like for longer than necessary. And the result is kind of discomfort that resolves into something comfortable. Yeah. And I don't know, they, they play around with discomfort more than a lot of pop music does. <laughs> I think I like that. Yeah, they also do uh, uh, awkward times on here too. Well, not awkward, but different. There's a bunch of things going on in 3-4. Not like a bunch, but like it's more than you would normally think that someone would, you know, who's not like a metal band would really kind of do. 3-4 th is a little bit more common than... it's. It's Some people say it isn't an odd time signature. I mean, oh, okay. I don't know. I, uh, uh, yeah. whatever. Let's just say it's uh, not 4-4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I give him credit for that. Um, as far as Satan is my motor, it's funny how much of my life I've been listening to um, black metal, so I've I've heard satanic songs so many times, and for the for the most part, they don't bother me. Uh, something happened to me recently where it's starting to bother me. Uh, I don't know when I when I heard. Oh, I think I think the reason it bothered me is because I was listening to this song, and then my coworker got into my car. We were having like a birthday party, a retirement party, and this coworker is a super super zealot Christian, and I'm like I I don't know if I can listen to this album uh, with, with her in the car. So it was I think that's. Yeah, Satan is my motor. That that kind of punched me in the face a little bit. I would I would like to know what her reaction would be. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know this person, but no, there's clearly <laughs> uh, there's clearly a method to ass eating, right? So I'll yeah. explain it. You want to go hand left cheek, hand right cheek, and then spread. This goes either missionary or don't sure. Style, right? Sure. And you have to put your tongue in a fucking fork method. You have to fork it and then just like tongue punch the fart box. You have problems, okay. Jomo. <laughs> I know. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm done being retarded. I also I like how all their albums like have like the 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 logo at the top, a picture, some weird background, and then the um the name below it. I I, I love uniformity, and I think it's great. Unfortunately, as a whole, the collection isn't doesn't isn't the same. But these three, um, there's like four that are completely like the same. So the next album after this that we're going to talk about is my favorite, which is Comfort Eagle. My favorite also. It's also my favorite of the pictures. I love this picture. It's my least favorite. Shut the fuck up, Jomo. Fuck you, bitch. I'll okay, say what maybe, I want. Maybe it's it is America. Maybe it is your this least America. favorite. Uh, so Comfort Eagle, is, Comfort Eagle is an 11-track record released in 2001. The album uh, comes in just under 37 minutes. It's the band's fourth studio album. On February 2nd, 2003, it was certified gold uh, for shipments of half a million copies. Uh, singles on this album, Short Skirt, Long Jacket, Arco Arena, and Love You Madly. I don't know if you guys saw it. I posted it in here a little earlier. So when I saw that Arco Arena was a single, um, I was immediately like, how is that possible? It's like a 90-second song with no lyrics in it. And I believe it's it's normally paired with uh, it's played right before uh, Comfort Eagle, so I looked into it, and there is another version of Arco Arena that's like two and a half minutes long, and it has lyrics. So it's not on this album. It's not on their uh, uh, B sides and rarities. It's just like nowhere unless you bought the single. Well, I mean, well, it's digitally. Obviously, you can listen to it on YouTube, which I thought was interesting, um, and I'm not sure why they wouldn't put something like that on their. Sides and rarities. So, favorite songs from this album Opera Singer, Shadow Stabbing is one of my favorite cake songs in general. I think it's great. The beginning of the song, the guitar yes. enrages me. I hate it. I, 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 I like the guitar. I hate that it kind of sounds out of tune. It sounds like it's played on a shitty ass guitar. Uh, Short Skirt, Long Jacket, one of my favorites ever. I know Jumbo hates it. He'll tell us about it. Uh, Arco Arena, uh, Comfort Eagle is my favorite cake song, hands down. 
I think it's the closest Cake has ever come to being a metal band. That song is so dark. It has this guitar line that's like so evil. And then he's singing about, he's, he's, he's almost like he's like one of those televangelist people. Uh, I have some of the lyrics here uh, where he says, we're building a religion, a limited edition. We are now accepting callers for this, for these pendant keychains. And when you have this bass going on in the background and this haunting guitar going over, and then you have him kind of being like, I said, like this kind of like televangelist guy, it's like this really creepy haunting song and also this is i was talking about the other day how uh the the song there's four beats or whatever you know for the riffs but the the verse riff has the clap on the third beat and then when it goes into the uh later part i was talking about where the where you have the bass and that haunting guitar line and then him talking the clap is then on the seventh beat so it's like it plays through uh, the first four without the clap where it had it before on the third beat and it hits it on the seventh instead. Um, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I think it's, I think it's awesome. Yeah. This band doesn't stretch the, um, the limits of, of awkward times or anything like that, but at least they do something. I mean, there's a lot of Megadeth songs that don't, that are strictly in four, four. And it's like, I would have liked to hear just a little bit, like there's a couple that aren't, but for the most part, uh, they fall into there. It's, it's just kind of nice to hear something, uh, that tries something a little different. And, uh, yeah, so there's a video for uh, Love You Madly, which is a great song, and it has Rick James in it. I, I w I, so when I listened to the song on here called Meanwhile, Rick James, I wondered if Rick James had heard that song and if he was kind of like, if he was into it or if he hated it or whatever. And since he's in the video, I'm going to assume that he was cool with it and uh, he liked, you know, he liked Cake or whatever. This is my favorite Cake album, and um, uh, Comfort Eagle is my favorite Cake song. Jomo, tell us something about this album. Short skirt, long jacket. Let's yeah. talk about this song that haunted me. Okay. So, I fucking hate this song so much because I would hear it all the time on 106.9, which is a station in Connecticut. was a station that was actually reputable and good before Clear Channel decided to rape it in its ass. All right? Um, you put things so eloquently, Jomo. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I know. It's so beautiful, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, daddy. But uh, short skirt, long jacket. When I'm looking at my notes and I'm thinking, I fucking hate this song. I hate it because it's, it's mundane. It, it, it sounds like a show tune, almost. It sounds very gimmicky, very catchy, very fucking, you know, fill that 45 seconds for a fucking... Some sort of hemorrhoid, uh, hemorrhoid cream commercial. Yeah, uh, it, it could be fucking. Hey, did you try Durex condoms? Yeah, they feel good, but they break all the time. Trojans. And there's like some guy in the back just like making it rain with Trojans and shit. Like to me, it's too gimmicky. And I feel like they did this intentionally. They're just like, our songs are shitty. Yep, yep, yep. Our songs are shitty. I mean, they're a wacky I, band. Hold on. Can, can I finish my thought? Yes, yeah, sorry. Can I finish? Yes. They, they're a wacky band. They're gimmicky. I got it. And they go like this. We can go shittier. Oh, we can go shittier. And then let's see how much money this makes. It worked? Get the fuck out of it. How much? Seven figures? Play the goddamn song. Let's go. Let's go. You're staying at the Hojo tonight. Or are you getting Durex condoms? I don't like the, I don't, it feels like after fucking um, the first album that we listened to, this, it, 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 it sounds the fucking same, dude. I hate to, I hate to be this guy, right? And maybe I'm not that versed in music the way you and Mr. Rob Fortune are, but it sounds the same to me. I can't dig it. It feels like I'm trying to finger blast a girl 
in middle school again when I'm a fucking kid. I don't want to do this again. I want full titties and fucking badge. <laughs> okay. That's how I feel about it. I'm sorry, guys. Is, is there anything uh, else you want to say about uh, this album in general? Don't buy it. Don't, don't buy, buy it. it. it don't, don't buy it. Just get an iTunes fucking uh, subscription and figure it out from there. I wouldn't buy it. Short skirt, long jacket. It's gimmicky. It sounds the same. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. The whole Comfort Eagle song, like, uh, it was good. Uh, meanwhile, Rick James, yeah, that was good. But I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm sorry. So are I'm you saying it. that you think a lot of the Cake songs just sound the same? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. I- I'm just seeing where you're at. Yeah, you see where I'm at. You see where I'm at. Yeah. This is where I'm at. This is where <laughs> I'm at right here. All right? All right. I'm fucking, I'm at the edge of dealing with Cake. Cake. Guys, you got me listening to stuff that I don't normally listen to. Too bad. So like, sad, bro. And I get it. I like it. But at the same time, it's like, don't you have that hatred and, and that bullshit from your past that you want to keep up? Yeah. Well, let's keep it going. Let's listen to hatred. <sighs> well, at some, at some point, we'll be listening to whatever bullshit you're shoveling our way. And you're not oh. going to hear me complain about it. Oh. Wait, no, sorry. I take that back. Unless it's Carrie King solos, you won't hear me complain about it. <laughs> Jomo's dead. Uh, Rob, what did you what did you think of this album? Uh, so I love this album. This is one of my uh, all time favorites. I I either got sick of it or I was listening to it at the wrong season. So I hadn't listened to this in years. I had kind of forgotten about this band, and uh, I'm glad that uh, you know I I turned on opera singer and it was like traveling in time and um, I. I lifted my mood immediately and I'm like, I can't believe I forgot about a band I loved so much. Um, So yeah, opera singer puts me in a good mood. The version of this album that I had, it didn't have meanwhile, Rick James or shadow stabbing on it. So these were the first times that I heard those songs. It went, so it went from opera singer to short skirt and those songs, those songs flow together. Well, Uh, definitely having that as a second track is, is a fine second song. Yep. I, I the, the 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 video for short skirt long jacket is uh, them showing it to, to people on the street for the first time and them talking over it, uh, which is a little distracting. Uh, it's like reading mean tweets. It was like uh, the old people fucking hated this song and yeah. hearing them troll it uh, was very, very humorous. I liked I don't know how good of a music video it was, but it was very humorous. Uh, yeah, well, Cake Cake is probably one of the more polarizing bands. I can see old people being like, "What is this?" Like, yeah. And he, you know, for him being such a big fan of like Frank Sinatra, I could see like old people being like, "Oh, you know, I love Frank Sinatra. This is trash compared to that." Like, I could picture yeah. my grandma saying that is what I mean. Yeah, and that's uh, all. All generations are like that, you know. Old people hated the Beatles. They were like, "What is this noise?" It's because it was the first band to use distortion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, but you know, if the new generation isn't pissing off the old generation with uh, music, then they aren't fucking pushing hard enough. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so I think it's I think it's good that the old people didn't like it. Uh, I yeah, I I like that song. yeah, uh, that guy wants a girlfriend to boss him around, and uh, good for you for knowing what you want. He, he wants uh, he wants someone who is who's got everything all like 
who's like firing on all cylinders. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Wants, definitely wants to get bossed around. One of the lyrics we talked about, I want a girl who, who gets up early. I want a girl who stays up late. Um, yeah, so I love this song. I, th- I think it's great. I don't know how Jomo hates it. I think it has a great bass line. It's funny. There's a whole lot of things going on. Um, like he even has like, again, about like the observational thing. He's like, um, uh, at Citibank, we'll meet accidentally. We'll start to talk when she borrows my pen. Like I could, that's just a situation I could see. Yeah, yeah, there's so many financial terms in this, and he meet they meet at a bank, and it's just like, oh, I want a girl who's like rich and like fucking takes care of business, yeah, and uh, yeah, fucking funny. I don't know. Yeah, so she has uh, a short skirt, which means she's out to party, but it's cold out, and instead of like putting pants on, she wants to keep the skirt, so she has to wear a long ass jacket um, to get to wherever she's going. If it weren't for lines like that, I might just think like, oh, is this like a wish list for my boss? Do I do I want to somebody who's going to pull us out of bankruptcy? I mean, like other like those are how, you know, he wants a, a relationship out of it. This is his original uh, Tinder profile. This is how he was. Uh, he wanted to if people want to know what he was into, they, this, they would read it and then he just turned it into a song. So I, I, I like that song. I like the humor. I like um yeah for me this album the humor hits the other two uh well no uh the the first one i think works for me the second one i think misses for me this one hits for me i like the humor i like the music i think uh this album speaking of ego uh back to arco arena how this uh uh i know a lot of singers who can't stand the thought of the a song being not about them for 30 seconds. Think yeah. Axl Rose and how he has to add of my world to the end of the album because he can't share the stage for one fucking second. Yeah. I love Cake, uh, specifically this album, because of egoless moments where it's like, okay, to me, those vocals were interrupting slash distracting slash not adding anything. It was The vocals were subtracting from the song, in my opinion. I agree completely, so rem- yes. Nice. Yeah. So to remove it, I think improve the song, and so like have no ego, do what's best for the band, the song. I yeah. think that's they they have some real maturity here for that. Yeah. Um, favorite song on the album is probably "Long Line of Cars." I've been in traffic, blasting this song on repeat, and uh, yeah, love that song, love the bass line. Um, I was just gonna bring that song up. Yeah, that's another one where it's just sitting. You're sitting in a long line of cars or whatever, and it's all because of you, or it's all because of me. It's all because of someone who's done something that's back traffic up the ass all the way down or whatever. Yeah, great song. He, he mentioned like what's it? Uh, from the streets of Sacramento to the, the freeways of L.A. or something. Yep. So it's like California has a lot of traffic because because of you. I I don't know about like. <laughs> it, it's because it's because of one person. It, it goes it, it goes all the way down the coast. So usually it's from some woman who's uh, driving two inches from her fucking steering wheel and has no business being on the fucking I-5 freeway. Mm-hmm. And those women, I wish dementia on so that they don't have to drive. Yeah, they're going to still drive, bro. No, I'll get rid of them. Corona. So there's a song, Pretty Pink Ribbon, where like there's a part where like the trumpet is descending and the guitar is ascending, and they both hit this one note. I brought this up to people uh, years ago, so I, I would I wouldn't expect anybody to remember I ever brought this up. But as like one is descending and one's going up, they eventually intersected this one note and it clashes, and it's like I always hear it. I can't unhear it anymore. Every time I listen to the song, I hear it. And this is another song where I don't get what this song is about. They're, they're, so Pretty Pink Ribbon. When I think about pink, I think about being a, a female. Um, and then he, it seems like, you know, a, a, a pink ribbon in general is like a breast cancer ribbon or something like that. 
but there's a line in here and he says without the sticky little kitten your ticket would never be free um and i don't know if that's a way of saying vagina uh, i don't get it like i brought this up to becca i was trying to to dissect this song about what it's about and i i have no clue i have no fucking idea what it's about i just wanted to bring this song up don't know what, what would be the old english word for ribbon ah the taint <laughs> yeah. yeah taint and ribbon sticky- the same thing the sticky taint. Ah, the gooch. The, uh, the the grundle, if you will. I think that's the ribbon. Uh, Rob, continue, though. I don't know. Um, I, re- I remember try- trying to... to uh, I remember thinking to myself, um, sometimes in a band I can hear that a band is instrumentalists uh, and then the instrumentalists sing. Like uh, Mastodon's Leviathan is an, is an album where like it sounds like it was written by... Instrumentalists, and then you know the instrumentalist jumped up to do vocals, yep. which it feels different than a band uh, where you can tell that the singer has an ego and is is trying to you know push his agenda onto everything. Mm-hmm. I just love that the, to me this album breathes and there's dynamics to it uh, to where several people have a uh, time to play leads and they don't hog it. And the, uh, I don't know the songs breathe to me. And uh, when I think of dynamics, it's it's not it's not super sharp. But like they they will uh, you know have moments of relative silence and then add instruments on top of it for contrast and for for building and um, I don't know I I think this album's uh, just maturely written and um, high quality I don't know definitely so Arco Arena talking about how there is a version right when I when I put that version in here I didn't in no way did I mean it was it was you know definitive or better it was just interesting that it exists yeah. yes. and we didn't know about it but yes you're right yes. when I listen to it it's not it's again it's not objectively bad it's just it shines better being a 90 second song instead of two and a half minutes and having lyrics that really don't add anything to the song, get rid of them, cut it out, make it shorter, make it like this intro to um, comfort evil and it's nice and it flows better. And it's just a nice piece. Yes. Um, all right. Before, uh, does anyone want to say anything else about this album? No. Okay. Rob? No. Okay. Just coughing. Uh, Okay. Anyway, great album. Um, yeah, and Comfort Eagle, I still think is is just it's it's a work of art. It, the the song itself is amazing. It makes me laugh. It's great. All right, I'm going to talk about the next album because we didn't listen to it, and then I'm going to go grab another brew, and we're going to see if we can get some sound or if it mutes it. Maybe I changed some settings on my computer, so maybe there's a noise gate or something. If it's sure, my compassion. Yeah, uh, there's one album in between. Actually, uh, we're not going to talk about it because it, it wasn't on the list, but I'm going to just put it here in general so you guys can see that it's there. This album is called. Um, um, pressure uh, chief this specific record was murdered by critics um like people giving it one star i have not listened to this i need to um but i just wanted to bring it up because it exists and let me go grab a brew um, we're gonna crack it and then we're gonna dive into the last album we'll be right back oh yeah okay all right so what are you, what are you doing jamal meeting oh, okay this is what we're gonna look at here oh i've never seen that one american haze yeah they're all pretty good. This was like a multi-pack or whatever. Oh, it looks good. Bro, you look good. I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall last night. No. Yeah. Great fucking movie, by the oh, way. I love when he's good. crying. Oh, yeah. Uh, someone said there's a... Uh, sounds like an old woman crying up there. Uh, yeah, I think she's on the floor above me. You're on the top floor. <clears throat> uh, I'll keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, there's like... To me, it was hard listening to Cake, man. It's because it's not my style, right? But I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it an honest listen. I don't want to be an asshole, but it sounds the same. Yeah, no. You... To me, 
That's what. That's why I asked you. I was like, do you, are you saying that all cake songs sound the same? They do. To me, they do. Maybe because I'm stupid. I don't know. Yeah, probably. How's uh, how's Ellen? Good. Good. Mm-hmm. She's still uh, spry. Yeah, yeah. She has mm. you know a bunch of grandkids now and stuff. So what? Yeah, my sister has three kids and my other sister has one. I mean, not from me. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Why would you say that? Why would I say what? I, I know you wouldn't have a kid because you're a weirdo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a video for "No Phone" off that album. We aren't going to talk about, and I like it. It's uh, uh, basically uh, you know, the, so you take the candid camera thing where you you take uh, people on the streets and you uh, have them listen to this album for the first time. And so watching strangers uh, dance to your music, I, I don't know, it was cool. Yeah, definitely. So when I when I first saw this, uh, when I was looking at, into this album for like a minute and I saw it, it got awful reviews. I was like, wow, they must. I, I find it hard to believe Cake put out a bad album, but okay. But then when I went back to see the other ones, they all got like pretty bad reviews overall. So I was like, okay, I think that I don't I don't know. I they they just review poorly. Um, so uh, Becca is going ride like uh, uh, biking down like the coast of Maine for her time off or whatever, like on a bicycle. So we've been bike riding, dude. My ass cheeks are killing me, dude. Like bike seats are not all that comfortable. Like we're not even riding that far. I just want to. Bring I, that up. He, here's the problem with bike seats: is my balls kind of rest in between what I call the uh, trifecta area, <laughs> okay. and I have to like position my balls in a way that they sit comfortably and they plop menacingly onto the seat. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you see like two dots in a line. Yeah, right. Top, I, yeah, right? I, yeah, I get it. Yeah. So I want to call it the if you played Zelda, it was what the Triforce. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, that's my, what my ass cheeks are killing me. Why you interrupt a good story? Oh, I thought that was the end. What? That, no, the end was fuck you. That was the end. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. All right. Let's hear. Let's hear if we can hear this one or if it cuts oh, out again. If, wait, 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 <clears throat> Rob. Let's let's take a bet. Do you think he's gonna crack it right or he's not? I think he's not gonna crack it. I cracked it right last time. I don't know. <clears> I'll, ben, I'll, I'll Venmo you five bucks. I want it to work. Let's vote okay. yes. So I, it, so no. I, I made one adjustment the other day on my audio. It shouldn't affect this, but if it did, it did. We're gonna find out right now. So let's hear and let me know if you guys hear nothing. Nothing. Thing. It's not Zero. picking it up. Oh. I watch. I, I watched here. I watched um, like the, the 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 green line around the circle, and it didn't light up. <clears throat> you suck. What? That's trash. That's trash. Guys, don't hate me. Don't think I'm a loser. Don't let. If I die so, tomorrow, don't be like, yeah. You remember the last time he opened those beers? Tell everyone what you're cracking open right now. Oh, this is a uh, same brand. This is Voodoo Ranger. This is American Haze. It's pretty good. This was like a multi-pack of like five different kinds or four different kinds or whatever. Get a Miller High Life and we'll change that <laughs> that curse. Yeah, bring Let some High Life over and we'll talk. Hell yeah, crispy brother. Okay, so the last cake album we're going to talk about, which also happens to be the last cake album that actually exists, is Showroom of hey. Compassion. Um, let's see here. Showroom of Compassion is an 11 track record released in 2011. It's the band's sixth and final studio album as of right now. It, uh, it's been over five years since their last album, Pressure uh, Chief, which is the one that we looked at, but we didn't talk about. Um, singles from this album, Sick of You, Long Time, and Mustache Man, parenthesis, Wasted. Jomo, why don't you tell us what you thought about Showroom of Compassion? So 
We can already guess what you're going to say, but tell us. Anyway. It sounds the fucking same. I can't get behind cake, all right? I, it's because I love the food cake. I don't like dog shit caked on the bottom of my shoe, okay? That's my main If any shit is the, on, being caked on you, it's going to be your own shit. Uh, yeah, it's Bukaki shit tsunami. So federal funding, um, I felt like that was a slight towards George Bush. I didn't take that well. Um, I don't know how I feel about uh, politics in, in, in the end. Um, I would say that the album is commensurate with all the other albums. They sound the same. The the I will give you this, and I know Rob Fortune's like this fucking piece of shit. The the bass lines are good. The drummer is, you know, maybe took five lessons from a guy he knew or blew in Long Beach. It's not for me. It's just not for me. The band, I'm sorry, guys, it's not for me. I, I, I had to listen to this and I'm just like, I can't be mellow driving down the freeway. I have to fucking be balls to the wall, ready to shoot someone in the goddamn face. Okay. And this band calmed me down and made me a better person. But I don't I want to be a shit bag piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, you can't. I don't want to be a good person. I don't want to think nice thoughts like, hey, I should go give back to charity, or maybe I should be a highway cleanup crew. No, I want fuck you. I'm gonna shit on the side of the highway and I'm gonna fucking shoot out my goddamn car. Okay. That's what I want. Okay. But anyway, I thought the I thought the album was good. Um, it had a lot of hits to it. Um, federal funding. Uh, you said uh, sick of you. Yep. Sick of you. Sick of you is a good album. I mean, not a good album. It's a goddamn great song. I just I can't. I'm so so much of a metalhead and I'm so brainwashed that I cannot get behind him. I like them and I'll, I'll I'm gonna backtrack on everything I said. Short skirt, long jacket. I like that song. Because it sounds like a hot girl just woke up after a hot night of boning, boners, boner city, and she's wearing my shirt and she's wearing a jacket to leave my house. That's what it sounds like. You're talking about the, uh, what do they call that? The uh, the walk of shame? Is that what you're talking about? I, I love the walk of shame. I've lived the walk of shame. And I'm like, and you don't, you ever, you ever took the walk of shame right after? And then you're like, I got to go to a gas station. And you plop your dick into a sink. And you take all the soap and you're just like this. You're V cutting the whole area. And you're doing this, doing this number, you're doing this, you're like, uh, and you're like hoping that antibacterial soap will get rid of AIDS. It does not. It this, does not. So why so did you just never talk to these people again? No, who does that? What the I don't know. Like what was the person like decent looking? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just a piece of shit. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Like, what what do you want out of me? I'm not Rob Fortune. I'm not a I'm not a nice person. Rob Fortune and ladies, by the way, the man is single and ready to mingle. <laughs> he's yeah, he's ready to mingle. He's ready to mingle. He's ready to drop fucking ropes, son. Like fucking we're talking about Peter North ropes. I'm a piece of shit. You should never sleep with me. How I got a wife, I actually had to be a good person. She's doing God's work. Yo, she she's doing fucking the Pope, the Gandhi. She's she working overtime. Muhammad. She's, she's like she's like Gandhi, work. but better. She way better than Gandhi. She's doing like Mother Teresa. She's like doing this sprinkle. Oh, we gotta get this fucking asshole through life. Yeah, I got a great wife. Anyway, continue on without me. I I I, I digress. I'm I'm done. I'm a piece of shit. So this album was recorded solely on Solar Energy. I talked about how they have um what did I say before? 
Uh, Cake is reportedly the first major band to record an album in a 100% solar-powered studio in America. This is the album that they did. They recorded it. Uh, also, when this record came out, uh, they offered a limited amount of autographed versions, which is the which is the one that uh, Becca actually has. When I pulled the CD out, I was like, oh, did they, are those actual autographs, or did they just print that on the back of the artwork or whatever? Um, so they were uh, autographs. I love the bass in this album. I love it maybe more than any of them, just because it's really there. Like... It, when I first put this record on, I was like, eh, like the pieces are here, but it doesn't do anything for me. But then the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I like it. It's still not, I, I think the three that we talked about are still as a whole of their discography are my favorite. I don't think that this one is better than any of those. Uh, personally, um, there's a one cover on this album, uh, What What's Now Is Now, which is a Frank Sinatra cover. And also uh, Cake's former lead guitarist, Greg Brown. Uh, makes a guest appearance on the song Bound Away, his first appearance on a Cake album since 1996's Fashion Nugget. Uh, Greg uh, Brown is actually, I believe he is credited as writing The Distance. That's the only song I, I saw on that album with his name uh, credited to. And then um, there's a song on here, Got to Move, that I I would I don't know if I hate it, but uh, I wish it wasn't on this album. I, I really don't like it. I think it has a boring ass melody and uh, every now and then randomly it gets stuck in my head, but I don't like it. And it's, it's probably my least favorite song in this album. Uh, favorite songs, federal funding, long time mustache man, a wasted is probably the best song on this record. A uh, teenage pregnancy, which is their instrumental uh, sick of you. Easy to crash and the winter, which is a cool song. And it sounds actually nothing like cake. Rob, tell us about showroom. Um, back to drummers, you know, Jomo and I are drummers. So like we, we kind of look up to the uh, uh, Matt Halperns of the world who uh, play a lot and play crazy ass shit. So, you know, this drummer doesn't do anything for me either. But, you know, it's he doesn't ruin the band for me either. He's just kind of fine. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially, you know, there's I, uh, you know, I love the bass. I love the, you know, so fine. He doesn't ruin the band for me. He gets a passing grade for me. Um this album, to me, I don't think this album sounds the same as the other one. I think they're go. Uh, it it kind of go. This album's a little bit more seventies to me. Uh, uh, let's see. I think it was "Sick of You" reminds me. Uh, reminds me of like a a song by a fucking. I don't. I I can't remember the names of classic rock bands all of a sudden. Okay. But um, I don't know. I don't know. To, 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 this album was okay to me. It was it was as if they uh the the singer wanted more um. They were writing songs in which, I don't know. To to me, it was it was it was trying to showcase the singer more, and it was it, it was okay. They they put a bunch of reverb on the vocals to try and make him sound prettier. Um, I don't know. I di I didn't like this album too much. They did put up a bunch of albums to or a bunch of music videos to try and uh, support the this album. Um, one of them was uh, so this album came out in two thousand eleven, right? Yep. One of them was uh, an animated digitally, and I'm too spoiled by uh, P Pixar movies like Wall-E to 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 think that the, to, to me to me it was it was uh, um, I, I don't know it didn't work for me. Like cheap looking or what? I I, I saw that video. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, uh, yeah, it it it, uh, it it did it did not convey. Okay, so there there's a, there's a moment towards the end. Two guys are going to jail together. I think one of them's a monkey and one of them's a human. And uh, uh, the human is able to get the monkey to escape. And then the monkey realizes that his friend isn't coming with him and he escaped alone. And so he, ch he tries to chase after him to save his friend from the guillotine. And then he keeps like tripping all over rocks on the way to try and save his friend. 
And so this is like a heartbreaking emotional moment, but the movement is so clunky and the shadows are so uh, un unrealistic and wacky. And um, I was, yeah, I was too distracted by uh, low quality animation to uh, uh, or truly appreciate the emotion of, of the storytelling. Okay. Um, which I, I, that's kind of like a first world complaint because, uh, you know, I'm enjoying a free music video on YouTube, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I want to say about this. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like this album very much, but it, I don't know. Yeah, so it, it grew on me quite a bit. I didn't, like I said, I, I, I wasn't into it the first time I listened to it. I listened to it probably like three or four times uh, since then. The thing about Cake is that I, I think that they, they have enough money to not do anything anymore due to like royalties from like old songs, like The Distance or you know big hits or whatever that were big in 1996 or 98, but really aren't now. Although people like them. Cake is a band that uh, they're not really in the mainstream anymore. They don't want to be either. Um, they had a whole. They have the whole thing about record companies and how they hated being there. They hated being forced to do uh, whatever, um, and so th they got out as soon as they could. Um, I know that when whatever record company they were with, they said they wanted them to do greatest hits and they were like, no, it's not possible. We're not doing it. So that's why they ended up putting up that uh, uh, rarities and B sides. I don't know if it was. Um, uh, put out by that record company or was the first one they put out on their own, but they, they were completely against doing the greatest hits. Cake is not a band that cares about being in the limelight. They don't care about, um, kind of being the number one band in the world. And a lot of like that, that video that you were talking about, I could see it not being as impressive, like Pixar, like you were saying. And because of that, it kind of took you out of it, but they're also not a huge like multi-million dollar band anymore. Um, yeah. I, I think they have a unique sound. Um, it, it, when I think about it, it's been 10 years since a cake album, it, it kind of hurts me because at some point these guys are going to be dead and, um, there's no real band like cake, even though Jomo doesn't like them. Um, other people do. Like I said, they're Becca's top three, if not her favorite band of all time. Um, I like cake quite a bit. I at least like that. They're quirky. And they're different, and they they try other things, and they have a, a unique style that's I like, I appreciate. Um, I that Age of Aquarius album I hope comes out soon, and I hope they keep putting out music. It was nice to see them. It was an interesting show. When we talked about the Lawrence Arms on the album uh, The Greatest Story Ever Told, one of those guys is credited as playing the vibra slap, and I thought that was a joke, uh, but it's not. When we saw Cake, and you can hear throughout the albums, there's this like noise maker, right? It's like two pieces of wood on like a piece of metal, and the singer will hit it, and it makes this weird noise. You hear whistles, you hear random like shit throughout the albums, but one of them is that noise maker, and that's actually called the vibra slap. That's that's what it is. So um, he's credited as that's one of his instruments. I believe he also plays guitar. And yeah, he might not be the best. It's unique though. I think it's unique. I think it's quirky. I think it's fun. It's different. It's not the same bull shit that you get from everywhere else if you want cake there's really only one place to really go so uh, it was um continue well what, one thing uh, uh there's a song called sinking ship uh so uh, this video came out two years ago so it's probably gonna be on age of aquarius if and when it comes out um i kind of love this song but i'd like to see it re-recorded uh you know uh to me it sounds like a song by Hart or led zeppelin or something or uh iron maiden because there's like uh, uh gallops or foxtrots or whatever um but like the drums are subdued so it's not like a full metal song it's like somewhere in between you know, i don't know it's like a it's like a classic metal song but like more subdued 
And one of the comments is um, because it's, it talks about uh, political leadership and uh, I get it's got to be making fun of Trump. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I and some one of the comments is like uh, this band has always leaned into politics. And that comment threw me because, I, <laughs> I, you know, I've been talking about all the silliness in this band throughout the years. But we've talked about George Bush, Trump, um, solar power, uh, planting trees. Yep. Uh, so while they, they were comedians, they, they also did have a, a liberal element to them. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I like I like sinking ship to song. I, I, nice. I would like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I need to listen to it. You did post it. I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 fun to see. If they come around uh, wherever you are, go check them out. Or Jomo, don't because it's the, whatever you hear here is going to be the exact same thing you hear there. But they they're kind of just like everyday dudes. This is one thing I I don't remember who I was talking to about this with. It might have been Rob years ago. They're not like like superstars. They're just everyday guys. It, and, and I I get that, but the singer doesn't have to sound like an everyday guy. That's, that's his what style, though. That's what like. I'm saying. Like, what what do you want him to sound? Like? I don't want. I don't. Like, want, I'm not I talking about him... miss. I'm not talking about miss notes. I'm not talking about put some for put some vibrato in his voice. Put some emotion in there. I don't, I don't want to see Hayden Christensen play <laughs> fucking uh, 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 fucking Anakin Skywalker. I want to see Adam Driver play Anakin Skywalker, yeah. and that's why I don't like the fucking prequels. Because he ruined it uh, with his fucking shitty acting oh, and yeah. mundane style. That's what I feel like this band is. Yo, the they're prequels Anakin, are trash. They're Anakin, they're Anakin fucking me right now. I'm getting fucked like Anakin. I got Mace Windu. Oh, Yoda. <laughs> well, um, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I, I like it. And I... I... I, I want to hear more from them. I'm happy we did this. I haven't listened to Cake for a long time, so it was nice to go back. And like I said, I've never listened to Showroom of Compassion. And although it's not my favorite, um, it still is Cake. And there's still some, like, I love the the uh, Wasted song. I think it's great. It's one of my favorite Cake songs, The Mustache Man. I think it's really, really good. And I'm surprised they did a video for it because one of their first videos for Never There, I remember they were saying it was a nightmare and they hated it. And that was one of the things they hated about being on a record label that they were like forced to make that uh, music video that they didn't want to. Uh, so I was surprised to see that uh, that was a music video and they were all in because a lot of their other videos, like um, the one when they're cooking, the singer is not in that video. Uh, the other two videos we talked about were them playing the song for other people. So none of the members of the band were in those videos. You talked about the uh, animated one, which nobody is in. Um, so to see them all in there and they're and they're dressed up and they're singing, I was I was surprised to see that. So um, either they've gotten change of change of point of view over the years, or they're happy that they're kind of doing this on their own and and it's not just money going to somebody else's pocket or something like that. Um, but or they wrote something good, like uh, the Mudvayne drummer used to say how boring it is to record music videos because. Uh, he might have performed it well one to three times, and then he has to perform it 27 to 50 more times. And yep. it's just like, that's too fucking many times to play one song. I want to blow my fucking brains out. And yeah, it's yeah. true. Like, uh, so if you have like, like that song that you just mentioned is a funny ass video where a lot of things happen and you probably don't need to play your one song 50 times. So like, it's, it's more fun to make that video yeah. more fun to watch too. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Rob, are you picking next week or? King Diamond. King Diamond. Okay. So uh, just the full discography of them? Uh, I, I have never listened to King Diamond. I've listened to uh, Merciful Fate a lot. So I, oh, I, yeah, know, brother. I, I predict I'm going to like this. Um, okay. So let's figure out how many albums he has. Uh, yeah. Because if, if he has like 40, then we'll just pick like four <laughs> has, popular ones. Okay. Yeah. He has a ton. Okay. Yeah. So 
so 86 until 2019 so he's still fucking going do should we just pick okay we got popular releases abigail 87 the i 90 fatal portrait 86 uh them 88 so yeah i think that sounds perfect to me okay so that's what we'll be listening to for next time and then next week jomo you'll have something prepared for the week after oh i already have the band i'm just never i'm not gonna say it till the end of the next episode yeah Yeah, sounds good Okay, cool. Fucking hot cock at Ram Ranch, buddy. All right. Jumbo, before you have we problems. go, before we go, before we go, I need That's one more right. hypothetical, right? Okay, fine. Okay. So we have David Beckham, Liam Neeson, Brad Pitt. Fuck, Mary kill, go. I mean, I'm, fucking, I'm fucking Brad Pitt. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who are, the, who are the other two? Liam Neeson and who? Liam Neeson and um, uh, David Beckham. I mean, David Beckham's pretty handsome, too. This is this is tougher than the than the female one. Um, I know, right? You got to be selective gay. I mean, no, I'm fucking I'm, I'm fucking Brad Pitt. I'm gonna marry. Okay. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Liam Neeson, and I'm killing the soccer player, whatever his name was. <laughs> what? Oh my god! All right, all right, Rob. Well, uh, they say that uh, uh, Brad Pitt never showers, and so he smells like dog shit. So like uh, he's he's beautiful and um, like muscular. But you know, but he is probably the richest of the few. So if you're if you're looking to marry him for money and then have him die and then, um, <laughs> well, it's either if if you're marrying for money, it's either uh, Liam Neeson, who's probably the oldest, probably gonna die the soonest, True. or Brad Pitt, who's probably the richest of the three, um, and then like Michael Phelps or whatever, he's I think <laughs> David, the youngest. David, David it, Beckham. David Beckham, he's, he's who a is soccer, that? Soccer oh, who, who would want to fuck Michael Phelps? The dude looks like know. he's a, has Down syndrome. <laughs> oh, fuck okay. up, you look like you have Down syndrome. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, David Beckham. He's a he's a soccer player. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. Is he's probably the youngest, probably in the best shape. He, if like that's who you'd marry if you wanted to be with him for the rest of your life, and. Um, yeah, so uh, I don't think I'd want to fuck Brad Pitt just knowing that like it'd be impossible to keep it up smelling him. <laughs> so I guess I got to murder him. <laughs> He's got to go. <laughs> got to go, son. All right, so I'll tell you. Uh, for me, I would uh, fuck uh, Brad Pitt just to get it out of the way. And I want to fuck Brad Pitt from Troy, the Troy era, when yeah, he was yeah. like right. Rip Chisel. Yeah. And not, not missionary all right i want to fuck him doggy style okay? no you have, to, respect, you have to you have to look at his eyes <laughs> no oh, all right so missionary i guess all right so i would do that i'd, I'd fuck brad pitt i'd marry david beckham like the dude's a fucking great guy long time family man whatever cool he's married to victoria beckham you know i'd, I'd marry him he seems like a nice guy and i don't have to fuck him as often you know yeah, and i'd true. kill liam neeson because i seen the taken movies and I would want a challenge. I don't want some bitch ass motherfucker. I want a challenge. I want to be able to fucking fight this guy, blows to the death. Like there's like blood curdling, and that's that's. That, I want to fight fucking Liam Neeson. I was just imagining uh, the, uh, the 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 mountains fight with the viper, in which um, the viper is gonna win, but uh, the mountain squishes his head, and that's me and Liam Neeson uh... where we, we both die. <laughs> 
yeah. Oh, fucking! I remember that. I want. I want to recommend this movie, Cold Pursuit. It has Liam Neeson, and pretty much his son is killed, and um, from like gang-related activities. And he, his job is there is this road that goes from like the the top of the United States somewhere to Canada, and it's constantly snowing. So his job is that he is a uh, plow guy, and all he does is drive up and down the road, and that way people can cross. Uh, the through, through that path or whatever and so when he finds out that who who killed his son he starts making his way up the list and he's like a very he's an older guy who has like no um, knowledge about killing people or anything like that and it's very like brutal where he it's like he he, he knows this dude it was involved with killing his kids so he like smashes his fucking head on like uh, on the sidewalk and like smashes it with with a piece of concrete that can he can that he finds like something like that like it's very not like he doesn't have like guns and he doesn't have like like good equipment. It's just like a dad who's like raged out. And then he takes their bodies and he, while he's plowing, he throws them out in the, in the snow because nobody goes out there. No one, you know, that whole place is like frozen, it's a frozen tundra so that's how like he's keeping the bodies hidden or whatever and it like culminates to this like ridiculous thing but it's funny it's like a it's like a black comedy it's called cold pursuit watch it if you see it somewhere it's really good i was i was really impressed with it when i saw it sounds awesome i'm not gonna watch it go fuck yourself okay good to know jomo all right well gentlemen and ladies listening out there thank you for listening to us so much uh we have an international listener in australia Thank you for listening. We have an international listener in uh, New Zealand, uh, Japan. Thank you guys for listening. Any final thoughts from Mr. Rob Fortune? Uh, good episode. Looking forward to King Diamond. Hell yeah, brother. Any final thoughts from Mr. Jack motherfucking Falcon? Uh, yeah, good episode. Looking forward to King Diamond. Hopefully yeah. Jack Falcon won't fuck up the next fucking little plug listen here that we got for our fucking Oh, oh I'll drinks. be testing. Something's going on here. Cause like I can snap my fingers, right? See if you can wait, see if you can hear this, ready? Yeah, yep. we can hear that. We can hear okay, that. Okay, so there's something different between that snap and the opening of that can. Don't crack it so close to the fucking goddamn microphone. Try that. All right. I'll, All ha- right, I'll have to drink thirty beers throughout the week just to test this microphone. <laughs> do it. <laughs> fucking do it. We love you all. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to next week. King Diamond, thank you so much. Bye-bye.